Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast for today. Hope for today. That's what we need. And we get hope for today by knowing and believing God's word. We're going to be starting in Ephesians 4 and verse number 22 is where we'll start. We're going to be talking about the topic of the new nature, the new man, the new you, the new you. So let's begin in verse 22. It says that she put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that she put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness The book of Ephesians has led us through the doctrine of salvation. It goes through chapter 3, details for us how this is the age of the church, the age of grace. It's no longer the age of the law. Chapter 4 talks about the local church. And how God works through his church to educate us, to change us, and to shape us into what he wants us to be. And now he gets down to the individual. How do we act like a Christian in our daily lives? We've got to understand that when we accepted Christ as our Savior, he has gifted us a new nature. And it's so important for us to see in these verses that we have both the old and the new natures in our in our spirit, in our heart. We have both, okay? First of all, we looked at last time. If you haven't listened to part one, please do that. This is part two. The But last time we spoke about how A statement of fact is made concerning those that are saved that we have the new nature. And so point number two is essentially the old nature, the old heart, and the old man is still present. We have both the old and the new. And again, that is a statement of fact. We have the choice to either walk in the new nature or the old nature. The vast majority of the world walk according to the flesh. This is a walk or a lifestyle. It says in verse 17, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as Gentiles walk. Now it's using the word walk like lifestyle or lifestyle choices or just daily life choices in the words of, or using the word walk, okay? Um, so it's saying that your lifestyle should not reflect the, the the lifestyle of unbelievers. And here it's talking about Gentiles because they are coming from an unbelieving world. And that's what, that, that's what they're talking about here. It says that they walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. The Bible says that the natural man 
cannot perceive, that's a not a quote, uh, but the natural man cannot perceive the things of God. It cannot see the things of God. It doesn't naturally understand the word of God. The understanding has been darkened. Um, and so we, when we look at the lost world, we can't expect for them to act like born-again Christians. They've not been born again. But we should expect born-again Christians to act differently. And the way that we do that is by accepting God has changed me. He's given me a new nature. And then also now, instead of walking or making decisions based on the way we used to think and the way that the world around us thinks, we're now going to make decisions and choices based on this new nature. Okay? And so... It talks about how we live in the world and this unbelieving world is ignorant of God. They make their choices through a a lack of understanding of God. They have a blindness to spiritual truth. They don't understand. They're simply walking according to what are their natural Desires. Now, some of these natural desires are not necessarily wrong, but we also have to understand that because we are sinners, human beings are fallen creatures. So every desire is not something that is um, going to agree with God, right? Um, these verses also detail how not everybody is a child of God. Not everybody is going to heaven. Not everybody is walking in agreement with God's word. The world has this idea that nowadays where that if anything is described as natural, that there is this intrinsic purity to it. So it must be good. Now, that may be true of some things in the sense of, well, you know, it's good to eat natural foods, right? We know that uh, the more chemicals something has in it, perhaps the worse off it is for your health. That makes sense. But you cannot take that kind of thinking for edible things and transfer it over into, well, this is the way I naturally think about something. And so therefore, it's going to be okay. And that's the way the world makes their decisions. They, They say, well, this desire is natural. This this lust is is natural and everybody else seems to be doing it and 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 I think it would make me happy and so they think that's that's okay for god to say differently according to unbelievers for him to disagree or for him to go contrary to their thinking they even go so far as to say well that's unacceptable. That is unkind. Um, and so we need to understand as Christians that when we are going to grow in this new man, this new heart that God has given us at the moment of salvation, we have to accept that there are going to be things that God is going to teach us that seem to go contrary to what we naturally think and what others naturally think. 
and from the example of most people in this world. And so we've got to understand that God is going to teach us to grow in this new nature and he wants us to know right away, look, this is not something that you're going to see as an example from the lost world. Their mind is darkened to spiritual truth. They're alienated from the life of God. They're, they're not connected to God. They're, they don't know God. They may be spiritual. They may pursue spirituality to a degree. They may be religious, but they don't have the new nature. And so it's very important also to realize that as he's talking about learning Christ, if you've heard of him and been taught by him in verse 21, as the truth is in Jesus saying, look, if you're genuinely saved, you have two natures, okay, inside of you. You need to put off the former conversation, the former lifestyle. We need to look at, allow the Lord to examine our lifestyles and say, what in my lifestyle from my old ways needs to be put off, right? And this seems in scripture to be something as simple as just changing your changing your clothing or taking off a jacket. I mean, that's almost kind of the wording that it's using is saying, put off the former lifestyle of the old man, which is corrupt, right? It's not to be trusted. The feelings are not to be trusted. Let me just touch on that for a moment. The old man and the world uses feelings as evidence and justification for their choices. We've got to understand that when God teaches us to walk in the new nature, it may not initially feel according to our old way of thinking. It may not feel particularly comfortable, okay? But we've got to understand that that way of thinking about making all of our choices based on how we feel about it initially, okay? That's walking according to sight and not according to faith. That's the way the world makes decisions. They make decisions based on nothing more than how do I feel about this? Okay. Um, is this, does this feel natural? Does this feel like I want to do this? Again, that word lust does not necessarily mean the idea of sexual desire. It can just mean a strong desire, just a strong desire. Do I feel like I want to do this? Well, here's the thing. If we're ever going to grow in grace, God is going to, inside of us, as we hear the truth of God's word, push us into making decisions that at the at the doorway of that decision we're going to feel as if it is uncomfortable but we know God is working on our heart to make that decision and so then we lean into it we go ahead and take that step of faith cuz be, not because we feel like that it's going it, to because initially it feels comfortable but because we know this is what God wants us to do. And then as we obey, the good feeling comes afterward. The world says the good feeling should come first in a lot of ways. Okay. Uh, But in Christianity, in growing in grace and in growing in this life of faith, 
and growing in your relationship with Jesus Christ, it is, the question is not, how do I feel about this? The question is, what is right? What does God say? What is God leading me to do? And the thing is, is that when we ask those questions, the lost world doesn't have the new nature inside of them. So when they look at the truth of God's word, there's no receptivity. Like to them, it's just, there, there would be absolutely no reason to follow through with some of the things that God is pushing us to do. Quick example, within the context of chapter four, we covered this over a few podcasts, the local church. The local church for the Christian is supposed to be the center of their activity. It's supposed to be the center of their week. Uh, they're supposed to go to church every Sunday. They're not supposed to neglect the uh, the gathering uh, of Bible study or of special events or of the church. The lost world does not understand that. The lost world does not have any true receptive desire for that. To them, they would much rather just engage on those days and whatever they want to do. Well, we've got to understand in that one particular thing, we've got competing desires. We've got a desire that wants to do what everybody else is doing, be lazy, go out and enjoy the day on Sunday, a hundred different things, go and spend time with family, whatever it may be. But then our new nature really cries out to be fed spiritually and enjoy Christian fellowship and to um, release that worship to God within the context of the local church. It cries out for that, the new nature does. So we've got these competing desires. And we've got to understand, we say, well, what do I feel like doing? That's not the right question. The right question is, God, what do you want me to do? Okay, well, we know he wants for us in this particular example, he wants for us to go to church, all right? He wants for us to be faithful to the assembly. Okay, so we've got to understand that sometimes we're going to feel like doing right. Sometimes we're not going to feel like doing right. Sometimes we're going to feel like doing and walking according to the new nature. And sometimes we're not going to feel like it. All right. So how do we get past that? How do we push past that? And how do we walk in this new nature? Okay. So we've got to understand, it says in verse 22, you put off concerning the former conversation, putting off the old lifestyle and say, okay, so the old ways that I'm making decisions, the old lifestyle choices, for example, sleeping in on Sunday morning or going and spending time with family or scheduling some fun activity, I'm going to put that off. I'm going to put that aside. Okay. And then I'm going to put on the new man. So I'm going to make choices based on what God wants for me based on his word and based on the nature and this new nature, this new heart that I have, this new desire. Okay. So I'm going to yield. And that's where the power to do these things come from. I'm going to yield to what God is teaching me in his word. I'm going to yield to the new way. I'm going to, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to allow old habits and old thinking to dictate my current spiritual life. Because the thing is, is that we can never walk 
in the old power system of desire or of feelings and go on in victory in the new lifestyle. The power system and the lifestyle go together. The power, the power system is desire for the old lifestyle. Okay, the old nature, the lusts, the darkness, the ignorance of God, not knowing spiritual truth, not caring about spiritual truth. But we've received Christ. So now we know God. We have biblical knowledge. We know God speaking to us. We have this new desire. So how do I, what's the power system for this new desire? Well, it's God himself. And I'm going to yield to that. I'm not going to fight the old. I'm going to say, God, what do you want? Will you help me follow this new path? Follow this new man, this new creature inside of me? We must accept and yield to the truth of God's word. He will teach us, he will change us, and he will help us to think differently. The Bible says in Ephesians 4, 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. This renewal, this refreshing, okay? Uh, It's just like on your computer occasionally, if the web page is old, you get there, it's still at the right address, but you can't really see anything or it's not responding. What do you do? You go up and you hit the little refresh button and it connects back to the source and it makes it new and makes it workable. That's what we have to do. That's how we walk in the new man. That's why we do daily devotions. That's why we pray every day. We have to say, I'm going to practice these behaviors And I'm going to use these habits to connect to the power source. I'm going to yield to the new lifestyle. I'm going to yield to church attendance. I'm going to yield to Bible reading. I'm going to yield to depending on prayer and asking God to help me instead of me just using my own self-determination because that will lead us backwards and we'll begin now to trying, trying to live according to how we feel. Instead of saying, what is right? What does God want? And so we have to be renewed in the spirit of our mind simply by coming to God, saying, I'm going to do this your way. I'm going to do what's right. I'm not going to simply walk according to the power of my feelings. Guys, thanks so much for listening to this. Um, We will continue this topic next week. It goes in and we'll get in a little bit deeper as it goes in verse number 23 and 24. And then the latter part of the chapter gets into very specific behaviors uh, where there is a huge difference between the old man and the new man. So we're just going to allow this chapter to reveal itself as we get into the difference between the old man and the new man. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, I'm praying for you, and I pray that you have a good week. We'll see you in the next episode.